This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Nicole Brown's family, I don't, did, did they know this stuff was going, they had to know this was going on, didn't they? They did. They, oh, they yeah. knew it on a certain level. I don't think that they realized how much. I think Denise was probably the one who knew the most. Um, and it was complicated too because there were times when the the Browns, you know, were afforded a nicer lifestyle because of yeah, OJ. You know, I he suppose. was buying them things or taking them fancy trips. And, you know, that becomes very complicated. And you see this time and time again when someone's being abused and the family's being courted with money and power and fame. And well, even without all that. It's so crazy if you look at the stats, and we have um, a lot of great facilities here, but it, I, I can't remember how many times it takes where they uh, – I used to volunteer at a place where they would say, I think it's like at least five or six times that they'll leave before they leave for good. And so there's that boomerang effect, even without the huge ties that OJ has, leaving somebody that you live with and have built a home with and obviously – there's that positive emotions that go with that relationship as well. It's so complex. Yeah, and it's, it's supposed to be like seven major events, I think. Yeah, before. I think it's something like, along those lines of like, yeah. and that's even with kids involved and then trying to get those kids and then find permanent housing after, especially if they're yeah. uh, the ones that are the financial, you know, leaders. And, oh, I just, it's so and complex. And had the funds. Like a lot of women don't have the financial means to yeah. just pick up and mm-hmm. leave too. So if if Nicole can't do it, just understand how much even more difficult it is for someone else with less financial means. It's so sad that 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 went on for so long and no and they knew it was going on and nobody did anything about it. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not not for trying. I mean, oftentimes Nicole did call the police, but they did not help. LAPD did not help her. Does she have a brother? She had a sister. I don't know if she had a brother. I don't think she did. I don't think she did either. Because I know this guy. He might be wearing a like a white baseball cap. You touch my sister, you better start running, pal. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. I don't understand how this stuff keeps happening. Because there's got to be some a dad, a cousin, a brother. Don't be touching anybody related to me. Right? No, it just, it's just makes you realize how challenging it is for domestic violence victims to come forward to get help to stay safe after they do get help that oftentimes sometimes people chase them down and Mm -hmm. you know a restraining order won't stop someone i will tell you and i'm very serious about this i was just thinking about this while you guys were talking i cannot name one friend of mine who's ever ever touched his wife because I wouldn't be around people like that. That you know of. That you know of. I was yeah, just looking you'd at the know, you that know. you know of. No, you wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. How no, did I know about all my neighbors not, I knew was happening? No, I'm just saying, no, you wouldn't know. I mean, first off, abuse comes in so many forms, and it's so across the board. And like, like you abuse your position here, abuse. that kind of abuse. Is I that what you're but talking mental about? Mental and um, oh yeah, I understand that part, but the physical bars. part of it. And and it also, if if the man, if women don't want you to know something, they're I mean, uh, some of the ba- best actresses I, I know that you know somebody. I'll say that that's been slugging it out. Mm-hmm. How well do I know them? I don't know. I don't want to go into detail. You better not tell me. <laughs> I'm here to, I don't put up with that bullshit with hitting kids and women. Oh, God, I hate that. 
Yeah. And my dad, I don't think, I, I never saw my dad hit my mother. He was a prick, but he didn't do that. Maybe he did. Maybe I just never, never saw it. Yeah, and your mom's the type that she wouldn't let you know. My mom would whoop his ass anyway. Yeah. So that would have been That's good. That's true. Toots could be but, whooping Bob's ass. It would have been yeah, wonderful. It's, but you never know what goes behind closed I doors. Suppose, I suppose you're right. I just went and watched a one-woman show my friend wrote and starred in it this weekend. And it was like all about like the demise of her marriage and how he was having an affair on her. And a lot of us didn't know it was going on because she didn't tell anyone because she was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So... And that's just, like, one level of, like, abuse. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. sit there and, and think of, like, how much worse it could get, just a lot of people don't talk about it. See, and it's not, like, some big hero or something, but I cannot watch it. I have many times stopped a guy from abusing a woman, not physically necessarily, but screaming at him and, you know, pushing him up again. I will not stand by and watch a guy do that. I will not. <laughs> Not not to make light of it, but it was wild growing up when I would go to friends' houses and they would be like, oh, man, my parents are fighting right oh, now. God. And I'm like, oh, well, what's going on? Well, my dad made toast this morning and there was some crumbs <laughs> on the counter. And then my mom was like, hey, Dale, next time, can you please just make sure you get all the crumbs picked up? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I, we've talked about this. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'll do it again. I was like, that's how your parents fight? That's it? He's like, yeah, it's awful. I'm like, <laughs> dude, we are hanging pictures two feet off the ground to yeah. cover up the holes in the wall that my stepdad <laughs> left. Your parents are not fighting. That's normal everyday life. This is nothing. What are you talking about? Isn't that amazing? That yeah. People have never experienced something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't come from yelly people. So when I'm around people yelling, I get super sensitive to it. Yeah. Get off my show right now. I know. <laughs> yeah, don't yell at me. Yeah. I suppose. There's, I, I just don't understand how anybody could. First of all, whether it's a woman, a guy, a kid, whatever, how you can beat the hell out of somebody who can't fight back, I have never understood how you could even do something like that. you got to be able to fight back, right? Well, the thing about guys who do that, they don't fight people that can beat no. them up. No, that's you know? true. Yeah. Yep. So no, you're right. They, it's a coward's way out. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. true. Well, I feel like I've been gut-punched by Kristen today. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, she made a fist. <laughs> She's going after me, man. Watch uh, out. And to see, that stuff, honestly, now, be very serious. It, that stuff, even talking about that stuff, makes me sad as hell. Yeah, same. People being beaten up who cannot fight back. God, that bothers me. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's sad. I've volunteered at a bunch of places with my dogs, um, with, the, with the kids in the situation, and it's... So sad. It's true. No question about it. So look at how well we all turned out. Huh? Yeah, right. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think? There's that. Although your dad stayed with you, Kristen, didn't he? Uh, my, yeah, my dad is. Well, my parents divorced when I was an adult, so. Yeah, but I, I mean, you were still, you still talked to him. and he, Did he ever sock you right in the mouth? No. Good to hear. See, that's I, good I, to But hear. I was, you got to. Remember though, I was the kid that followed every rule. I never got grounded. <laughs> I never got a detention. Good. See, that's wonderful to hear. <laughs> like I was literally, you, like you have to be here at five o'clock and be like, okay, four, you know, fifty nine. I am oh, there yeah. and ready to go. Kristen, we will talk to you later today on the Family Show. Absolutely, and we, Britt, we got to talk Pixar tomorrow. We can't forget. Oh yeah, oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah, I want to hear about Elemental. Yeah, Elemental. Okay, right, we'll, we'll talk about it. that tomorrow. I'll I'll see you later. Thanks very much. We'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 
I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am with the MNFatLoss.com program. It really has been easy and effective. I've lost 27 pounds. It just really hadn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we're having. And I'm going into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, MNFatLoss.com is offering an exciting summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. But really, don't wait until the whole summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, and save $200 on the program, schedule your free consultation, save $200, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, and always be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. When you need someone to listen A lawyer you know and trust If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 823, now 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. 
Chris Eggert, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Josh Arnold bringing you Chris Eggert. Oh, I'm all dressed up today, too. Fancy Eggert. So I'm in the Rams... I'm in the I'm in the Ramsey house, uh, right, kind of by Tom Reed's off of West Seventh sure. Street, downtown yep. St. Paul. Love that place. And they opened it up for us today. We're gonna do, we're doing like a Mansions episode, Mansions of Minnesota. Oh, you are. Uh, this, yeah, yeah. This place is so cool. So I wore a tie because I didn't really know what to wear to a Victorian mansion. Yeah. I don't know. Well, What's good. the right attire? Great question. No, it's probably right. You got it nailed. I think you've combed your hair and everything. Like a powdered wig? Or powdered wig really would be know. good. Powdered wig. St. Paul did a great job, um, much better job than Minneapolis, at keeping those, retaining those those beautiful structures like that, particularly along uh, down there by, uh, where the hell would it even be? Just before you get down, right behind the uh, the cathedral. All oh, yeah, those yeah, houses yeah, yeah, yeah. and the businesses and all those buildings, they they didn't tear them all down like Minneapolis did. Yeah, what is that called? It's not quite Lower Town. Yeah, I don't even. I'm trying I think to think. That's Summit. Is that Summit Hill? There's some. Yeah, because yeah, Summit Avenue's over there. But then I do have a friend of mine who lives in one of those giant mansions on the edge of that hill. Oh, that okay. Outlook over St. Paul, and man, when you walk in, it is. <laughs> I brought my daughter yeah. once just because my daughter is infatuated with big homes. Loves them, like for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I took her to it and she was like, people live here? I was like, yeah. She was, she's like, you can fit like four of our houses in here. I was like, well, actually, sweetie, but if you do the math, you can fit seven of our houses in here. (laughs) Yeah, well, there is that. I'm going to teach you about square footage today. (laughs) Is that Selby Avenue? That might be Selby Avenue, yeah. It is Selby, yeah, I thought Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful area. And I'm so happy they didn't tear all those buildings. Because I just, it's particularly at night driving through there with all those old buildings all lit up and all just gorgeous, mm-hmm. beautiful. So this is kind of down closer to the hospital, yeah. you know, yep. sort of right, mm-hmm. right. I don't know, kind of just south of where the X is a couple blocks. Like I've tried to park back here 800 times before yeah. for, you know, going to hockey or something. And I've, I've always driven by here, but I never, you know, it's one of the, I'm always like, oh, what a cool neighborhood. But man, uh, to be inside this place, I'm like, I don't know. I'm in one of the like dining rooms and there are many. Um, and it's got like 14,000 different Victorian era artifacts in it. So I'm like trying not to sit on anything or bust anything or break Good. anything. Good call. Yeah. Uh, who, who built the house? Do you know? Uh, it's the Ramsey house. So, oh, it is the Ra- um, oh, so Ramsey did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got a so county named after him. I don't know if you know that or not. I, I do. Uh, <laughs> what was he? The territorial governor? Yeah. Something like um, that. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. Quite the place, and then it stayed in the family. I think till, uh, you know, like the mid '60s or something. Oh, really? So they, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Is it um, hot in there? It's not hot, but it smells like an, you know, like what you would expect. Yeah, yeah. it just feels like since the weather's very, I don't know, like it would feel thick in there. I think maybe they've got some kind of air circulation system going on in here because it doesn't feel thick. It actually yeah. feels like there might be air conditioning. Obviously, there's not like there was air conditioning when they right. Um, yeah. <gasps> right. they built it. <laughs> they were before their time. Yeah, they're very, very ahead of the thing. Uh, there's also electricity in here, which was added after the fact, too. But um, So if you guys see like a ghost walking behind me or something, like that would not, that would be the least surprising thing. Do you? Do you want us to tell you, or do you want us to not tell you and message you about it later? I'd prefer not to know, actually. Yeah. Okay. 
Is that a buffet behind you? What's on that table? Um, that's just like a little kitchen or like a dining room table set up. But this this clearly isn't like the real dining room. No, it's no, a, right. It's right. like a place setting for four people. So, um, Can you imagine yeah, living it, in those days? No. The no, it's, in, it's insane. And then I'm like back over here. What you can't see is sort of the back back entrance into the kitchen. And, and it's it's really cool. It looks beautiful. I, like I said, I love that neighborhood, just uh, everything about it. A lot of great restaurants over there, obviously. And I, it, See, that we are so lucky, and I don't hear a lot of people talking about this, but to live in, in St. Paul and Minneapolis, two completely different cities. I just yeah. love it. I love them both. I really do. Just fantastic. I think it's, it's very true. And, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people... You know, they maybe don't make the effort to. Whenever we have anybody in town, we're always like, "Let's go to the James J. Hill house. Let's go here. Let's go yeah, there." Like, I, yep, yep. I love, I love showing off the neighborhoods, and you know, it, it, it is, a, it's cool. Now they're redoing the governor's mansion right now, right? Like yes, he, like he's not. Which is a whole it. big, which yeah. is a whole big controversy because he was gonna. I think they're gonna rent a place down by like Sunfish Lake. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, Mendota yep. Heights. Yep. And that was going to be like a really, really, really expensive rental. And people were not happy with that. So then they decided to put him in the, um, the uh, house of the whoever would be in charge of the University of Minnesota. I can't. Why is that name? The president. Um, so they decided to put him in the president's house at University of Minnesota. But mm-hmm. they're looking for a new president. So whenever that person comes, right, like, I, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how that's going to work. But, I understand that. So Walt, Walls is really good at spending other people's money, isn't he? I mean, uh, people. I mean, they, uh, <laughs> they weren't going to let that one happen. Like that turned into quite a controversy because I, it was a lot of money that they were talking about spending for a different. Not only that, remember he wanted to rent that house. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking I mean, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, not only the renovation itself, but yeah, that was such a weird moment. But wasn't it like seventy G's a month or something? Yes, it was like a lot of money. I don't think it was quite that Jesus. much, but it was a. It was a it was a pretty substantial amount, so that's kind of why. Here's what I like. Okay, so you're going to rent a house for let's say 50 G's a month, and then uh, you're going to go on from there and spend 19 billion dollars of our money instead of giving it back to us at six thousand dollars per household, uh, and then you're uh, doing this and do- and then you're going to raise our income tax level to what 12 percent now. Does this guy have any heart or soul at all? Boy, he loves pissing away other people's money, doesn't he? There's uh, there was a lot of money that was spent during the legislative session this year. That's uh, I mean, unbelievable amounts. A lot of, of money. a lot of our money and a lot of the surplus money. That's for sure. And it was no excuse for doing it. It just made him look good. I hate politicians. Let me just say that right out in the open. I don't care, Democrat, Republican. There are a couple I like, but not many. Most of them are just greedy, money grubbing pigs. I think the um, the namesake of the house that I'm sitting in right now didn't exactly have a real um, uh, a real positive past when people look no. back on on sort of <laughs> no that he did not. You're right about uh, that. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. What's well, the best way to leave it? Because you're in his house now, so you might cave the roof in on you. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not trying to look for any kind of, you know, bad. You I don't need. 
I don't need any bad juju. I got enough bad juju going on as it is. But wouldn't it be nice if you were sitting there in this economy? And I'm talking about the world economy, not just in America. America's got the best economy in the world. It's not great, but it's a hell of a lot worse other places. So you're looking at the world economy. You're looking at the we're in kind of not really tough times, but rocky times right now. Why wouldn't you give that $19 billion back to the taxpayers? Why wouldn't you do that? It makes no sense to me why they pissed that away. And now they're up to, what, like $70 billion more they want to spend? Jesus. Yeah, there's, um, well, you know, uh, they're providing meals for school kids. That was a big one. And kids that probably couldn't afford it. And uh, But it's all very complicated, right? Because mm-hmm. what seems like a really nice effort on the front end also means that you're taking money from somebody else on the back end of well, it. So it's and the kids need the help. I got no problem with that. But what I right, like, if mom right. and dad got off their ass and did something too, that'd be great. That's a great uh, counterpoint, right? Well, what are you going to do? So anyway, back to the positive side of being in that beautiful mansion. Yeah, they're gonna open. They're they're gonna open it back up for tours this summer, I think. Oh. So that that that's it's it's been closed up for a while. So that, I've never that's been the there. big deal. That's why we're here. I, I mean, it's definitely. I'm I I've only been just on the ground floor. I haven't had a chance to go upstairs or anything yet. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. I would well, you know, you already said I. I uh, for somebody who digs this kind of stuff and to be able to see the architecture and just, it's really cool. It was really great about looking at that house. <clears throat> You know, being a, a public figure, you get invited places, and it's very nice and all the rest of it. But every time I see, like, the room behind you, I think of being at, uh, at the governor's residence back when Palenti was the governor of the state of Minnesota. And the reason I remember it is because Herbeck was there, too, and kicked my ass at the, that little hockey game you got, you know, where you twirl the little things. Yeah, oh, yeah. baseball. No, it's no, not foosball. No. It's a hockey game. Bubble boy hockey. Bubble oh, boy hockey. Yeah, exactly one. right. Okay, I'd sorry. He kicked my ass at that thing. It was mm-hmm. horrible oh, memories. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. The, there is not a bubble hockey game set up in this particular. <laughs> There's no well, have you hockey. been to every room? Do you know That's that? That's true. I, can, I can't say that. Where, where was that set up in the, in the governor's residence, Tom? Downstairs in the lower okay. level. Was it like a rec? Room, yeah, like a like, rec room area. Got a nice fireplace and all that. That was quite. They're redoing that. I'm glad they're redoing it because that is a beautiful. Who was it? It was a woman who gave it to the government. As a matter of fact, gave it to the state of Minnesota. Was it? I can't remember who she. What her name? God, was it a member of the Hill family? Maybe extended member of the Hill family or something. I'm I don't remember sure. who it was, but you know one thing. And let me say this because all it should happen for everybody. To be, you know, grow up the way I grew up and all the rest of it, I do remember the first time I sat there in the governor's residence. And the first time I was there was when uh, Arnie Carlson was, was governor. Mm-hmm. Um, you look around and go, what the hell am I doing here? Why did I get invited to this? You know what I mean? It's, it's pretty damn. Whatever happened to Cindy Bricado? I used to, because Cindy worked, I, I believe she was one that kept inviting me yeah. to, the, to the joint. Yeah, well, she's still, she's still around. Um, I really like her she, a lot. She was doing, um, we would see her quite a bit. She was doing, uh, I can't remember if it was called Twin Cities Business Journal. There was some oh, kind of yeah. like yep. um, b- business program that she was anchoring for a while. And so she'd come in and they would tape that, I think, right after midday. So we used to 
when I was still doing midday, we used to catch up with her quite a bit. Yeah, she was super nice. I liked her. I love her. She's a, plus she's a nice little Italian woman that'd whoop your ass if you give her a chance. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't. <laughs> and I, I, w- I would not. I would not mess with her. That, there's no doubt about that. Isn't that a great? I mean, just for look, you grew up in South Dakota, and now yeah. look where you are right now. Are you looking around that room going, "How the hell did I ever get here?" Isn't that yeah, great? It's, what a great feeling. It, it's. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's the, that's a really cool thing about this job. You get to go and experience all kinds of things. And yeah. Hopefully, hopefully experience it for people at home. So you know you get to be yep. the the little conduit there for. But yeah, it's cool. And they'll be able to go through a tour there. The people that are watching right now could go. In, yeah. Not right now, but maybe in the near future they can go for a tour. Yeah. That'd be great. And we're like going all over a bunch of different places around Minnesota today, uh, down in Rochester. Oh, okay. Um, we're we're over to Minneapolis. A uh, uh, couple of guys are redoing the Pillsbury. They're calling it Pillsbury Castle now. Um, so oh, they bought yeah. that and they're renovating yep. that. And we've got a couple of realtors on today who are going to talk about uh, like buying something like this mm-hmm. or what what that what would be involved in that other than just a lot of money. But better have a lot um, of money, man. No doubt about it. And, and if you buy something like that's on a, reg, a historic register or something like that, mm-hmm. you've got this whole different set of very um, strict rules that you have to follow in order to do any kind of renovations to it. So, do you, uh, Did you notice out front, is there a huge statue of a werewolf wearing an American flag T-shirt? <laughs> 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 it's, it's definitely that vibe, man. <laughs> it really yeah. is, isn't it? Also, can you uh, ask one of those realtors, can I get a first-time homebuyers program yeah. with one of these houses? Yeah. Like, what is yeah, the deal? That's, uh, uh, that's definitely a fan, uh, what is it, Fanny or Freddie, Freddie Mac? <laughs> yeah. It's something. Yeah. We know that. I, I got to figure out what to yell to get the ghosts to come out. Like, Ghosts, we invoke you to attack Chris. Stop. <laughs> you like that a lot. What, do you want me to lose my other leg now? I don't need any more <laughs> of that. You think they're going to go. come for your leg? What kind of Yes. <laughs> they're going to sweep it right out from under me, and then I'll be like straight up Lieutenant Dan for the Aww. rest of my life. But I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Well, right. you've been looking to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. If anybody sneaks up behind you, I'll tell you they're coming. <laughs> Good, thanks. Because the there's one of those... There's like several pictures on the wall that are like just oh. the the head of right, the person. Right. Yeah, like the bust. It's yeah, wild. You're, I mean, behind you is super spooky, and the lighting oh, and everything. Though. Gorgeous. It's super spooky. I wonder if I can. Please don't do that. What you're doing right now. It looks like you've. Look, what does his thumb look like in that picture? I don't it know. It looks like Brett Favre wearing Crocs. You got it. Yeah. That's exactly what uh, it looks like. I was trying to. I don't think I can do it. I was trying yeah. to switch the perspective of the. Oh, that's a good so look. We got a good it, look right? of it. Yeah, and if you look yeah. back in those curtains back there, the uh, kid from Two Men and a Baby is also <laughs> oh, in the. He's also in there. Oh. Look at that woodwork over your right shoulder. That's beautiful. It's a door. That I, door got some yeah. age to it, baby. It's so ornate, like everything. The the, the um, wallpaper is like I hate to even touch anything. And like yeah, what yep. you can, what you can't see right here is like one of those uh, butler things where you pass things through from one room to oh, the sure, other. Oh, sure, yeah. Like yep. a dumbwaiter. Yeah, so yeah. So I've got the I've got the uh, phone set up right there. And, I, I think um, it's offensive what, to call it a dumbwaiter. I'm very upset. Well, I. Chris is average waiter at best. Average waiter at best. I was a good server, Brittany. Okay, I actually believe that. Yeah. 
Boy, let's that see. was a big sure. argument. That was a big argument. Let's see. Let's see this. Ready? Here's the question. Can you grab me some ranch? That's usually when you say right away, you have to go, no problem. But in your heart, you're going, I just asked oh, if anyone yeah. needed Like, anything. how do you need more ranch, you fat ass? <laughs> oh, isn't that a nice take? That's nice right there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's what's, that's what's going on in your head. Yeah. I just oh. asked if you guys needed anything when I went and got everybody else ranch. Can I get some ranch, too? Yeah, no problem, is your answer. Absolutely. Oh, my I'll God, I'd right love to. I actually wanted to go do that anyways. So, Chris, we only got a couple of minutes left here. Any yeah. big top stories we should know about? I mean, obviously, uh, this, well, there are a lot of good well, stories. Well, Brittany was talking about it yesterday. Uh, Metro Transit has changed course, and they are going to have buses and light rail running after Taylor Swift oh, on good. Friday and Saturday. Yep. So there was kind of a big outcry about that and all kinds of concerns, along with Pride stuff going on, how people are going to get in and out of downtown Minneapolis. So that, that So at least they've got that option. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, actually, Rudy's sister, uh, Jen, texted me that they have, instead of MOA, they have MOTA, like Taylor Swift, and they are ah, going to do buses from the Mall of America, which is pretty nice. Yeah. It, I mean, they got to do something, right? You can't just have that many people cruising around through downtown Minneapolis. Which day and there's no place going? to park anyway. Friday. I'm going Friday. You're, going, you, you're going Friday? Okay. Will you pick me up? Yeah, and then I'll also throw you down. So that'll be perfect. <laughs> hey, oh, deadlift. Deadlift. Deadlift, baby. And then there was another, um, what was I going to tell you? I brought this up the other day. There was another kerfuffle with a bunch of kids. Well, I love they? kerfuffle, in, by the way. Well, they in Maple Grove. I'm trying to find the story. I printed it out. Uh, a bunch of kids who got, like, whole park filled with people and all kinds of uh, antics going on. No, it was Brooklyn Park. Oh, yeah. Um, and yep. two kids actually got hurt after a big fight. Several hundred juveniles were in Nobles Park. Oh, yeah. After being forced out of Elm Creek Reserve in Maple mm, Grove. Yep. So uh, in the northwest suburbs, there's been all kinds of stuff going on with giant, uh, you know, parties and kids and stuff. And the cops are trying to get all that taken care of. But Maybe the parents should get involved and tell their kids to behave for once. How about that? That, that would be something that you could say. Absolutely. I'll be very honest with you. I didn't act like that when I was a kid because if my mother had found out about oh. it, she'd start crying. And oh. I would never get over my mo- making my mother cry. I'm, I was so scared of my mom growing up. <laughs> uh, Beverly. Oh, it should be. And as I mean, she made it very clear. She's like, if you come home drunk. Like I am, t- I am calling the police on you. Like you, your oh. your athletics will know. I mean, there was Love no it. like, I'm gonna cover for you, honey. It was like, I was so scared of Beverly. How uh, it should be, and as it should Good be. Good for her. Yeah. That's why you turned out to be such an amazing person. And failed miserably. She tried, and it didn't work. <laughs> she can only do so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beverly is only human. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. She's not watching Go-Go, so she's going to do better this time around. All right, anything nice. else, Hobbies? We already covered B.B. Rex getting hit in the face with a phone. Why? Yeah, and the guy yeah. loved the fact that he, oh, look, I hit her in the face. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Hilarious. So like, I don't get that. I don't understand. Yeah. I hurt someone. Isn't that great that I hurt someone? I know, like her face has got pretty jacked up from that really too. Did. So she could have been blinded in that eye, man. If it was a, right? a, one more inch over to the left, it would have blinded her. How cool if we had laws that were like, now you're never allowed to hold anything that's over yeah. a one pound item. So we could never have a phone, things like that. Like, what if we had just like cool laws like that? Like, 
Hey, listen, there are places where you'd probably lose a hand for something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to remove anybody's limbs. Why do you always think I'm after people's limbs? The limbs. It's just a a vibe you're putting out, Brittany. That's all I'm saying. I feel that. I'll work on that. Okay, I just have to read this headline because it just popped up because there's so many odd headlines about B.B. Rex getting hit in the face with a thrown phone and this and that and the other thing. Juneteenth Pioneer is missing from his grave. What the hell is that? You know anything about oh. that? No, I hadn't heard that. Jesus. What, did you dig somebody out? Also, how do they know that? Well, that family sues after Sidney Cooper's grave at San Diego Cemetery is found empty. Well, who the hell took his body, for Christ's sake? And how long has he been there? Yeah, well, exactly. How Jesus. long has he been there? Do you, want, do, you, do you mind if I read this paragraph? It's just one paragraph. Do it. Go for it. Uh, Let me put my professorial glasses on here because, you know, the family of the man who started Juneteenth celebrations in San Diego said they've been visiting an empty grave for 22 years. Sidney Cooper's body and casket are missing from his plot at Greenwood Memorial Park and Mortuary, something his family learned in March when the cemetery opened the lot 319 so that Cooper's wife, Thelma, could be buried alongside him. Sidney Cooper is still lost as we speak says an attorney for the family, which filed the lawsuit against the cemetery and its parent company on Friday. They don't know where he is to reunite this beautiful couple in their eternal rest. He's been missing for 22 years? Well, how long does it take for a body to, you know, biodegrade? (laughs) Not long. Is it like, I don't know, nine years or something? Wouldn't you just open up, wouldn't you just dig down there and like everything would be gone? You'd go, well, that's uh, that's obviously nature doing what nature does. And they must have mean like the casket was gone too, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like how long does it take for the ground to eat that stuff up? The casket? Like, well, if it was metal and stuff, a lot of that wouldn't break says down the, the, after. It says the grave was empty, so you might have a point. Mm. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, maybe it, never yeah, was yeah. there in the first place. Ooh, maybe. The, the plot thickens, Chris yep. Eggert. Yeah. Yep. Who are they going to sue? WhoCanISue.com. Let's go to that website. Yeah, like, who, <laughs> yeah. who do you sue? You guys, well, peekaboo. You guys ever put a body in the ground? You mean, like, uh, yeah. Like, literally, literally. Lower, lower one into the ground? No. It's it's weird. I bet. Yeah, I bet it's, it's a really, weird feeling. Because be really they, you, you, they put straps through the casket, like where the handles are. Right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you lower it down, and the, yeah, uh, I had to do some community service because I got in a little bit of trouble when no, I was a youngster. No, not you. And yeah, so I had to spend time at the Chisholm Cemetery up in northern Minnesota Jesus. for a week. And one of the, like, day number two, they were like, hey, come over and join us. And then you watch the family as they're grieving, drive away. And then this guy comes up. He's like, all right, take this toe strap. And they, they kind of run it through the handles. And then you yeah. take you pick up the casket and you lower it into the ground. And then you start shoveling dirt over the top okay. of it. Yeah. They were lucky because they were really playing with fire, having juvenile delinquents at funeral services, lowering, yeah. like, that... I mean, I went through the guy's pockets before we lowered sure. him down there, I obviously. Mean, like, what if you, you said something? Yeah. Like, what if you were doing it and you're like, ew, this is gross. Like a teenager it. says yeah. some inappropriately weird thing or like, is he really yeah. in there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's mixing some worlds that maybe shouldn't yeah. mix. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All, All right, right, you guys. Have a good rest of your day. I got a buzz. Bye, cool. Chris. Watch out you, you got a buzz? What have you been drinking? Oh. You just said, I've got a buzz. I heard you say that. 
Uh, Booze home. Yet. That'll happen later today. <laughs> Chris Eggert invokes the spirits. Why? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. We'll take a break. We have a guest, uh, guest in studio up next, correct? We do. Yeah. Is Randy here? Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought I saw him pop in mm-hmm. there. We'll be right back. Randy Lewis will be with us. Uh, Loons on the Lake Comedy Festival, June 21st, which, of course, is tomorrow uh, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Crooners in Fridley, which is a great venue anyway. We will talk to Randy right after this. This is Tommy B for our new advertiser, Niemeyer Trailer Says. Say, uh, says, good. How about sales, Tom? Let's go with that. Uh, been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are a family if you want to take your passion on the road and make memories uh, camping wherever you want. No motors but pulled trailer RVs. Go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business, and now brother and sister team, Tim, whom I know. Tim's a great guy. And Lisa, of course, probably a much better person than Tim, but you know. So, yeah, the, the brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa, handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. The best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personal employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business, who simply do what they say they will do every time because their names are on the building. And with a huge selection of RV uh, service pros, it says Ceresis pros here, but I think they meant services. You know what I mean? Uh, RV service pros, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. They take care of every memory maker, I mean customer, that comes in their uh, Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit LiviaLivea.com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective, science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone 
phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office, or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com, and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Lewis, our very special guest in Studio Loons on the Lake Comedy Festival, June 21st to the 24th at Crooners. Have you ever been at Crooners and Fridley? Yeah. It's a great uh, place. Yeah, it, it is. Not only is it, you know, considered one of the best jazz venues in the mm-hmm. world, yep. the food is amazing. Yep. It, it's just great. You know, I met Mary T, and, and when we first had the idea of, of possibly doing the festival, mm-hmm. she, she flew me in to do a comedy show there. So I did a show there uh, in, the, in the winter last year. And uh, and that's when we came in and just bounced the idea of, of doing a festival, and I got to see the place, and it's just uh, it's just it's a great. beautiful place, and it's uh, three different stages and uh, great food. It's just a really really fun place with a super great vibe. You used to have a great bartender there. Do you remember the bartender there? Was it Troy? Yep. Yeah. My youngest brother was a bartender there. No okay. longer with us, unfortunately. Ah, sorry to hear I that. blame you. You showed up, and all of a sudden, he never saw him again. <laughs> well, you know, he's probably uh, <laughs> well, serving you know. drinks somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, he probably is. But, yeah, it's great to have you in studio. Thanks for coming in. You know, I, I Randy, got to be honest with you. During that whole COVID deal, because for decades, we had, we had people in, comedians, come in studio, sit down, and we talk. Because before then... I did not know this, but like 35 years ago, people didn't bring comedians into radio studios to talk to them. And I don't know why they didn't, because we, from the day day one, is like, well, of course you bring them in here. Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, all these years and all the, the different spots and all that stuff, it's just, uh, we, it's great to have you guys back, because for a couple of years there, nobody came in. I know, I know, and you know, <laughs> comedians. We were unable to to perform right. mostly. Yeah. I did some uh, parking lot shows. Did you really? Yeah, I, I I own a couple little comedy clubs in California. Oh, that's cool. And what city? Uh, uh, one in Valencia, California. Oh, okay. I had one for years in Ventura, California, and now we've just opened up a little one in Simi Valley and one in New- in Moore Ooh, Park. Ooh, Simi Valley's a hot area, baby. Yeah. No doubt about that. Great. Well, God, I have to come out and check it out. That's fantastic. For sure. You do look like somebody. Damn it. And I'm trying to think of who it is because I thought I had met him mm-hmm. when he walked in. But you look like somebody, and I, I got to figure out who it uh, is. People all my life have told me that. Really? I can see that. And it always yeah. changes. It's always somebody different. Years ago, I was on a cruise ship. And all the Jamaicans called me Superman because they thought I looked like George Reeve. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, see I could see that. And, and so uh, they, they all, and this is, we're talking 35 years ago. Uh, they're, they're, right. They used to all call me Superman. I was, <laughs> I was younger then. Well, you're a big guy, so, yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's, it's funny. People like to, to, to say who you, who you remind them of, which, yeah. uh, you know, I guess, it's, it's, you know. It's, Your brain kind of automatically mm-hmm. does that with people, for sure. Yeah. I and, and you usually hope it's somebody uh, I, I somewhat attractive. I usually don't yeah, want to know. Nice. As soon yeah. as somebody says you start looking to like, I'm like, oh, I'm too scared to know. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. Somebody have, told me something the other day, and I'm like, what? Uh, but, you know. I have heard people say things to other people. like, well, you really thought that was a compliment? I know. Uh, <laughs> why would you, you know who you look just like that? That guy, that bald guy used to be on the Adams Family, put the light bulb in his mouth. Right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, abort. Great. Abort. Okay. You can just see it like. <laughs> yeah. well, when Randy walked in, I was like, I didn't think we had Kevin Hart on the books today. That's so spot on. That Very he, correct. Yeah. He walks in and goes, oh, I didn't, Robert Redford's here? Right. I, thought, yeah. I didn't know he was going to be on today. Yeah. I was like, Rose. 
Roseanne Barr? Yeah. Oh, that's it. We go from Robert Redford to Roseanne. See, this is what I put up I just try to think of like a third person that wouldn't match those descriptions. Brittany has to get mean, right? Yeah, typical. Absolutely typical. There's no question. Nobody even asked me my pronouns, and that's what's really Oh, I'm so sorry. We are monsters. We appreciate you're here, Randy. Well, Randy's a comedian, so his pronouns are he, he. Oh, see? I can't say that's a friend of mine's joke, but it is a funny joke. That so is yes. cute. <laughs> we all stop. Randy is looking at me like, oh, is it really? I like that. That was really nice, Randy. <laughs> no, it's great to have. But I'm, and I'm being sincere about this. It's great to have you guys back in studio. You know, calling in was the best we could do, best you guys could do, which is terrific. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But to sit across the table from somebody now and say, hey, what's going on? And I will congratulate you because, you know, what you've achieved, not only your career, but starting two clubs, and that's a lot of hard work, man. Well, this was interesting because I had produced a comedy festival in Ventura for nine years. Okay. And it was my own club. So I, sometimes I, when I did that one, sometimes I had it at many different venues in Ventura, not just my club. I oh, ran okay. it at a theater. I had them at other, other little uh, restaurants in the Ventura Harbor. Uh, but uh, this one, I was doing it from a distance. See, I live in Santa Monica, California. Ooh, so hideous. That's we, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we were able to uh, to put this together. And I'm going to tell you, Mary T and her uh, team over at Crooners have been just incredible yeah. helping me do this. Right. Uh, and and doing so many little little details. And it's a beautiful website. And this young uh, young girl doing part-time work did so much graphic Zoe was just wonderful. So it was it was uh, it was really a collaborative team effort to try to get this launched and having no idea what it would be like putting something like that into a jazz club that was not used mm-hmm. to having it. And that's why I'm so excited for people that have never been there to see this amazing venue and then be able to go back and see yeah. great music. Yep. And and then on top of that, occasionally now comedy. Because they did occasionally do a comedy show with a local comic. Uh, C. Willie Miles right. would go yep. in and yeah. do a show. And uh, and, he, and he did great there. Uh, and so they were they were excited about the idea. And, and now we're going to do 14 shows in four days so I think it's one and by the way it just shows how smart you are let's see I'm going to Minnesota how about the last week in June <laughs> good thinking pal let's go anyway the last week in June until about maybe Labor Day yeah well you know the funny thing is is, is these festivals are all over so you got to time it oh, you got to yeah. get your slot yeah. so you're you're you know a lot of the comedians want to go to just for laughs in montreal so you don't want to do it too close to there and then there are other other festivals too that are becoming popular that people mm-hmm. want to do so that was a perfect little spot for us where uh not only is it great weather and a great time to be in minnesota but it's a great time to have a comedy festival so it was a it was yes. a win-win erica Rhodes going to be there jamie kennedy jimmy walker don mcmillan Randy Lewis will be there, of course. Uh, and by the way, did you tell Brittany yet that he's uh, they're doing a thing? You got to give him ten thousand before he leaves today. Oh, not a problem. Out of my <laughs> yeah. pocket? Yes. Or do you want me to that saved card that I have of yours? <laughs> yeah. yeah they, oh, oh, I have Tom's credit card. Yeah. Great, Brittany. You're also booked to do a tight twenty at the show. Yes. So, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. obviously, I'm up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just walk on the stage, do this. 
hey, when I was a kid, you know? Uh, I already have my first <laughs> that was joke. my woman voice. What do you think of that? My pronouns are he, he. <laughs> yeah, there's your first joke. And I'll yeah. just wait it out like an extra minute. Uh, yeah. Just feel it out, feel how that goes, mm. and then knock out another one. Yeah, that would be thr- how much time do you have with us today? Uh, I'm here for good. The, for the long you're not getting out of here till ten o'clock. No, That's fine. Good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Perfect. Now I I'm serious, and I know I'm making too much of this, but I love comedians. Been around them my whole life. We brought them in all those years ago. It just changes. It changes everything when a comedian comes and sits in studio with you. And I don't know. I still will never understand why people. I mean, you would hear like. When WCCO was a big morning morning show here, the, the AM station back in the day, they would bring in people, but they always had to be like Bob Hope or Bing Crosby. Or right. Like, what the hell? It's, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that was Hamilton pretty much, wasn't it? Britain yeah, I think so. Hamilton and I kind of went, I, I want to bring some comedians in. He went, yeah, you're right, we should. Yeah. And I don't understand why nobody ever did that before. That makes no sense to me at all. Is comedy... It, the, I don't know about the biggest it's ever been, but let's say in the last 20 years, the biggest it's ever been, do you think? Well, you know, it's funny. I started doing stand-up comedy in uh, the early 80s. And at that time, comedy clubs were springing up all over the country. Yeah. And they were yeah. and, and they were so amazing. I, I remember when they opened the first comedy club in Pittsburgh, where I grew up, they, they were actually fencing tickets outside. To try to, every show was sold out and people were fencing tickets outside. So there was that explosion then, then a dip in the 90s when a lot of people who uh, thought, uh, oh, there's money to be made doing a comedy club, but they weren't invested into it artistically at all. It was just for money and they could just Mm -hmm. assume be mud wrestling, they did whatever was popular. So then, then they dipped off. I think they're coming back. Uh, I, I do. So. I, I think they're coming back. I think people are more excited about comedy. It is ever-changing uh, business. It's an ever-changing art form, uh, and that's what's exciting about it. It is. It is. Yes. It is always changing. There's always something new. Like you're getting people that all of a sudden become stars from social media, which never happened obviously before. Yep. And and so there's so many different ways you can reach people uh, as a comedian that that it, that. Watching what has happened uh, through through the industry has been very exciting, and uh, and and that's why it's fun having this festival because you bring in new, brand new comics, and any one of them could turn out to be that the next big thing. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. doing this comedy yeah. competition with forty comedians competing for the ten thousand dollars, which is something that I hope the, the ten thousand. Uh, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, okay. start okay. working. Uh, you know, I don't know how much you got so far. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Some would say I'd be elated to be at zero. There you go. There you but, have it. But, you know, it, one of them could very easily become that net, net, next uh, yeah. social media star. Yep. And you're there seeing them on the, on the entry level or seeing them when they make it to the semifinals or the finals. And it's going to be exciting and great fun. I hope people get uh, to understand the idea of the comedy competition. Because that's the thing that if, if, if uh, the crooners, regular customers could understand Jimmy Walker's coming or Jamie Kennedy's coming yeah, yep. uh, or Don McMillan or Erica. Yeah, we've heard of these great comedians want to go see them, but a comedy competition, what is that? Well, it's 40 comedians from all over North America that are risking 
uh, a chance to come in and perform their original material for the chance to win $10,000 and have incredible industry people that I have coming in to look at them. Yeah. I've got the woman that books the uh, new faces on the Just for Last Festival in Montreal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got a representative from America's Got Talent. I've got a cruise, uh, the, the manager of entertainment at Carnival Cruises. Dang. I've got a couple of uh, booking agents coming. So uh, I've got people coming that can change everybody's life. Yeah. And so we're, there, there, there's uh, great opportunities and not only a chance uh, to win uh, 10 grand, which isn't bad either. That's not too bad. Is comedy harder to do now than it's ever been just because there are things that people just will not listen to anymore? I don't let it be for me personally. Good. I, I Good. still, if I think something is funny, I'm still going to say it. Good. I'm Glad not going to gonna worry. Uh, if, if somebody has a problem with it, you know, I'll deal with the consequences. I've been doing a lot of cruise, cruise ships. And it's funny because I did cruise ships years ago. Uh, for the other cruise lines, the, right now I've been doing a lot of carnival cruises. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing about them is they have a comedy club on every ship, and they make an announcement. If you are easily offended, this Good. is not the Good place move. for you. Good move. Uh, and so, how could people complain? Where it used to be on the cruise ships, if anybody complained, they would call you in, they would talk about it, what did you say, right. what was it, uh, they'd bring a camera crew just watch your act see what you did they take it back to the head office look at it and they then then say we didn't see it we don't know what to do it okay well if two or three people complained maybe they're just complainers you know yeah maybe you know but uh but the nice thing is is, is these carnival cruises you get to a lot of shows and you get sharp you know you're doing uh five uh, five shows every three days and then if you do back-to-back, -back, you do 10 shows in a week, and, and you're blasting out new material, and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're really getting a lot of work in. So it's, it's been it's been really fun. Uh, just one quick question. We're going to bring uh, uh, our friend Judd in. <clears throat> and by the way, I'm warning Judd in advance because I know he can hear me. There are two words you cannot say on the show this morning, and those two words would be the and twins. You're out. You can't say those two words. I hate the Twins more than any team in history. Judd, what do you think? Well, you just said it, first of all. Like, like I know. Saying, and then you said, I hate the Twins. I so broke my own rule. Violated the rule. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you totally. I am. Uh, you can't I take can't him anymore. Take this anymore. No, nope. I'm with you. No, we're going to annoy him. They're still just far crap. too annoying. Um, we're talking some, uh, some comedy here. Randy Lubis in studio with us. Do you think with today's political climate, people like Don Rickles or even Richard Pryor would make it? A Pryor would for sure, but Rickles, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that, that Rickles would have just gone ahead and done it. And, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know how you would have started a career like his. Right. That that's the thing. Right. Because we all we you know uh, all of us think of Don Rickles as a you know established product. You mm -hmm. know that that's Don Rickles. Yeah. Right. But I don't any of us knew what it was like for Don Rickles to start. I don't know. I don't know whether he started out that same way. Uh, you know, being this you know uh, you know guy that 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 picked on the crowd. I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question because you don't have the latitude of being a star starting out doing comedy that way. Right. So I don't know. I will tell you, honest to God, you would never meet a nicer man. 
That's Honor what everybody is one of says. The nicest human beings I've ever met. I made him cry once because I gave <laughs> him a comment and he started crying. Wow. I gave him this huge compliment and I thought he'd go, oh, that's very nice. He teared up. He was so happy. I've, so I, I've heard the same thing. And, yeah. And generous yep. as well. <laughs> very generous man as well. Richard Pryor. I don't, he might not be able to use the big N as much as he did back in the day. <laughs> if uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I had a friend of mine go see Rickles about, I mean, he performed up until like the last couple of yeah, weeks of did. his life. Yep, he and did. he said he saw him about three months before he passed. And you could tell the crowd was kind of like, we just kind of came so we could see Don before he passed. And they were just kind of, you know, laughing enough just to kind of keep the show moving. And Don was kind of picking up on it. And finally, at some point, he told a joke and it got about a B minus response. And he looks down at the crowd and there's a guy sitting there with his wife and he's holding his wife's hand. And he goes, why are you holding her hand? No one's fighting over Huge laugh. Huge. That's how it should be. And then the crowd was like, that's what we came to see. And then Rickles just like good. just good, unleashed good, good. on and, and was like it was the dawn of yesteryear. And then uh, yeah, man, like seven weeks later he was gone. God, isn't that just yeah. I, like I said, I've only had personal contact with him, you know, many times he's been on the show and on the phone and all that stuff, but I ran him a couple of times. The one thing I was uncomfortable about with Don Rickles. And I checked with several other people. I went backstage to, to talk to him before a couple of shows that he did. And until he went on stage, he didn't put his pants on. <laughs> what the hell? That's uh, my kind of person. I, I get that. I know. I feel, I feel that. Yeah. He, like, he thought, I get home and I immediately take off my bra. Immediately. He literally told me, I said, Don, why aren't you wearing any pants? And he goes, because I don't want to wrinkle them. Oh, nice. He wanted his pants to look really nice, and, you know, he wanted to look well-groomed. Mm -hmm. And he thought if he put his pants on sitting down, that they'd be, they'd be wrinkled, and he didn't like that idea. Or just, like, So just spilling. boxers? Uh, yes, yeah. just boxers. That's exactly yeah, that's fine. You know what? That, that would have been that's a little day. awkward if it was a Speedo. Yeah, Speedo. He'd be rolling over if he saw what comics dress like on stage oh, nowadays. Right? Oh, like, yeah. How many days have you been wearing that hoodie? <laughs> Take that thing <laughs> no. off, man. Put on a freaking something with buttons, please. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.